Lost Talk Radio. With your hands lifted up, say, say it like this. Take the limits off. from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. That's right, we're broadcasting from the birthplace of gospel music. And as always, it's your boy, your host, the one, the only Dr. Dana L. King in the studio with you today. Man, I'm excited to be here on another Praise Break Friday. Seems like Friday shows always get interrupted, but we are here this Friday, and I'm excited, excited to be here with y'all one more time, man. We've got a great show for you tonight, Disciplines for Spirit-Filled Worship. Oh, that's our topic for the night, Disciplines for Spirit-Filled Worship. We're going to get right into that. Not won't be too long. We're going to get right into the meat of that. Uh, so that's going to be our main topic of conversation. Guess what, you all? After uh, we did our show on uh, last week, on Monday, uh, I believe later on that evening or either that um, that Tuesday, that Tuesday, uh, uh, January the 17th. So it would be the next day. Yeah. So John, January the 17th, later that evening. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Todd, the good pastor, what we call Spitgate, uh, put out a post. Actually, I guess it was done earlier that day and we just didn't see it. It was done at about two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, he put out an apology uh, for Spitgate and we're going to talk about that as well. I'm, I'm a, hey, I, we, we talked about what he did, uh, and, and I think it's only fair uh, that we play, we play the, 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 the excerpt uh, in, its full, in, 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 in its full context, uh, the three-minute clip that was posted. We didn't play his entire sermon. Again, the sermon had a lot of meat on it, uh, but the spit gate took away from what he was trying to do. Uh, but then he came out with an apology, and I just think it's worth it's, – it's only right for us um, to have some sort of uh, 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 journalistic ethics uh, to play uh, the apology and, and, and talk about that just as much as we did um, um, the, the act itself. So uh, I think we should do both. So we're going to do that a little bit later uh, as well. But, man, I'm excited, and just, it's just, just, just good to be here. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the, uh, the civil rights, the, the voting rights act that did not go through. We're going to talk about that and just some other things that are going on uh, in and around uh, our Chicagoland and country uh, that we live in. So we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. Amen. Amen. So look, 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 look. Let me give you, if it's your first time listening, first time watching, first time viewing, let me give you the rundown. Let me give you the rundown 
on how you can be a part of today's show. If you're already listening on the line, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, chats, emails, complaints, uh, appointments, any and all of those things. You can just push one. That'll get you over to her. She'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number, 323-870-4375 is your call-in number. One more time, uh, just for the Holy Ghost, 323-870-4375 is your call-in number. Uh, if you are uh, want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at ttlomedia.net. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can follow us on social media. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, follow us on the gram. Real simple, real easy to do. Follow us on IG. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right, the same way. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio, two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can follow us on the gram. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com backslash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. And then the live streams are up and running. Yeah, the live streams are up and running. Y'all come on in, come on in, come on in. Say something when you get here. God bless you, Shante. I already saw you spoke. God bless you. Uh, There's a few more of y'all hanging out. Come on and say something. Let me know you are there, whichever medium you are watching on. But we are live right now on five social media pages, or four social media pages, rather, and a YouTube page. Uh, To those of you watching on the Take the Limits Off Facebook page, thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. For those of you watching right now on my personal page, uh, thank you. God bless you. Thank you for watching. For those of you watching uh, from the Ebenezer uh, Facebook page, thank you for watching. Uh, for those of you on the Elder Dana King page, thank you for watching. And then, of course, those of you watching on YouTube, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for watching. But come on, say something to me. Don't just sit there. Let me know who you, where you're watching from, uh, where you are, who you are. Well, I can see who you are if you say something. On YouTube, I ain't going to know who you are unless you say something. Uh, but the rest of y'all, come on, say something. Let me know who you are. Uh, and we could definitely speak back, huh? So come on in and check in with your boy real quick on this Praise Break Friday. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget, too, we are an iHeartRadio station. That's right, we are an iHeartRadio partner, rather. So what does that mean? That means you can catch us on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, God bless you, uh, Tammy Fowkes. Folks? I'm going to say it's folks. F-O-W-L-K-E-S. Yeah. Me and my... Uh, English grammar ain't been real good last couple of days, uh, but God bless you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, you can catch us on the iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the Taking the Limits Off Media Group, and you'll find the TTLO radio show every Monday and Friday. Uh, and then on Tuesdays, on Tuesdays, you can catch uh, the Healthy Soul. I'm sorry, on third on Tuesday, starting in February, on Tuesdays, uh, the return of the Healthy Soul Talk Show uh, on Tuesday first. Tuesday of February, she will be back with her brand new shows for her brand new year for her next year. Uh, you'll catch Dr. Kimberly Thomas with the Healthy Soul Talk Show, Real Talk, Real Issues, Real Solutions every Tuesday at 5:30. You can catch Dr. Kimberly Thomas right here on the TTLO Media Group Network. Uh, and then my brother, my brother, 
follows her up right after that with the Kitchen Chronicles. That's right, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington. You can catch him every, that's right, every Tuesday, somewhere around 715, 7.30. Uh, you can catch the good pastor of the uh, Faith, Works, and Vision Church with the Kitchen Chronicles. You can catch him live, 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 live every Tuesday, uh, right around 715, uh, 7.30, right here on the TTLO Media Group Network with the Kitchen Chronicles, feeding your body and your spirit. Uh, always a good lesson coming from my brother, uh, Pastor Harold D. Washington, uh, and the Kitchen Chronicles. Uh, but then, look, look, we start off our week. You know, we do Monday through Monday through Friday, but you can't start your week off without Sunday. Uh-huh. You can't start your week off without Sunday. And on Sunday, on Sundays, you can catch the live simulcast from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. That's right. Every Sunday at 11 o'clock, join Senior Pastor Daryl in person and the birthplace of gospel music as we uh, broadcast right here uh, from the south side of Chicago. You can catch our worship services. Right now, they are all virtual. We're live. We're live. It's live. It ain't, it ain't pre-recorded. At least not yet. It ain't pre-recorded. But we are live uh, over here on the south side, man, with our virtual service. You can catch it every Sunday at 11 o'clock, both the live broadcast and the radio broadcast right here uh, on your TTLO Media Group Networks. So be, be sure, be sure, be sure to check that out every Sunday. Uh, but then the worship doesn't stop there. The praise doesn't stop there because as soon as Ebenezer ends, as soon as we give the benediction, you can keep tuning in to the TTLO Media Group Network because then my brother, from the Faith Works and Vision Church. That's right, my brother from the Faith Works and Vision Church. One more time, Pastor Harold D. Washington comes on right after that, and he is going to bring a word, word, word for you uh, on Sundays right around 12.30, 12.45. You can catch my brother uh, from the Faith Works and Vision Church. Don't forget, too, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download a podcast, you can find us there. So, hey, y'all, look, it's Friday, man. I'm glad it's Friday. I had a little headache earlier, but <laughs> she said, take a swig of that Persian water. I ain't got none. She... <laughs> I ain't got none. I got to drink this other stuff. I don't have any here right now. We 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 we, we got to re-up. So when we re-up, I'll be, I'll be good. Uh, but, yeah, it is, it is, uh, I'm excited to be here, man. I had a little headache earlier, but I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but man, it just seems like it's been a long week. It's been tiring. It's been a tiring week. Let me put it that way. It's been a tiring week. Uh, first week back uh, in the building, so that that took a little bit out. Uh, took a little bit out of me. Had a lot of meetings uh, this week at the school. Got some stuff accomplished. Um, some stuff I wish I could share with y'all, but I just I can't because uh, I can't I can't tell y'all school business like that. Uh, but it was it was a good week. It was a good week. Uh, got some things accomplished. Um, so yeah. Uh, some stuff works out, right? So it was good, good to be able to do, uh, to do that. Uh, also, also, I want to just um, talk about it's a lot of stuff, man, that's going on. Our, um, I, I found this interesting. Um, as much as the the craziness that's been going on, um, as cold as it's been, it is not stopping um, the, the the stupidity of violence. Uh, that's going on in our city. We're still having shootings. We're still having children uh, being killed. We're still seeing all of this 
um, craziness go on, and it just seems like it does not matter. Uh, and and I find it interesting, and I, I think I told the Tiny the other day. Uh, I may mention this. I've said it enough times. Um, the, uh, the 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 active and open air. Um, I think part of this is. So I, I, I I'll share this with you. I made a phone call the other day uh, to uh, first to the police department on my on my way home. Uh, uh, after I was on my way home from school, uh, I just made a phone call uh, about the open air drug market that exists between uh, Springfield and Madison, uh, all the way to Plasky uh, and Madison. And so I called um, uh, directly to uh, the 15th district. Uh, what's going on, Bernard? Bless you, sir. Uh, I called directly to the 11th district police department uh, over there and, and spoke to somebody in the attack unit. Uh, and it's interesting, the conversation, uh, because they were they, – they, uh, I was pretty much told this. We were asked to focus on and, – and this is what made me call. I called because as I'm passing by these, these idiots out here openly selling marijuana and who knows what else, but while they're openly selling marijuana, it probably is just marijuana. I don't think they're stupid enough to be caught selling nothing else because uh, if they get caught selling marijuana right now, it's just a misdemeanor. Because it's legal, and the amount that they they're carrying on each of them is only enough for a misdemeanor, and it's not enough for anything else. But if, so so uh, I I called because while they were selling marijuana on one side of the street, literally less than a hundred yards away were two Chicago police cars writing tickets on the other side of the street. So while they're selling drugs on one side of the street, the Chicago Police Department, I actually went around the block because I needed to see for myself. The Chicago Police Department is literally writing tickets on the other side of the street. So I said, this is asinine. So I called the Chicago Police Department, and I told them what I saw. I told them what I saw. And, and so they transferred me to the, the, uh, uh, the sergeant that's over the tag team. And he expressed to me, he said, brother, he said, I'm a, he said can I be honest? He said, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm keep it real with you. He said, we did a sweep on that corner. He said, we did a sweep. We picked up about 17 people. He said, before those 17 people got before a judge, it was 17 more people out there on the corner. <laughs> he said, and, 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 and no, 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 no. He ain't lying. He, he said, before them, 17, before them 17 people got arraigned, there were 17 new people to take their place. And then he says, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take it a step further. He said, I need you to call your alderman's office. He said, because our direction and the place that they want us to, that they have given us to, to emphasize on, to, to focus on rather, is the, the businesses is the illegally parked cars. So that's what that that's what so he says so if you saw officers writing tickets it's because that's what has been has been the the push from the alderman's office. So I said okay no problem. So then after I got the phone with him I called Jason Irvin. Y'all know y'all heard me use his name quite often on the show. 9 times out of 10 wasn't in a positive manner. But I used his name Alderman Jason Irvin. I gave him a call. Got his secretary because he was out of the office, explaining to her who I was and why I was calling. She decided, yeah, 
uh, and, and, and so I, I shared with her what I saw. And so the sheet went on to share with me that uh, they had just started a program where she says she goes to court, her and Alderman Irvin, every time they pick these people up to represent the ward to say that people are tired of driving through these areas and there's nothing being done. So, it, it, so, so, so she tried to put it back on. So it goes back to this. I'm not, let, let me, let me, let me be clear. Cause I, sometimes I feel like I have to, I don't know why, but you know, people could, they, they hear me, they hear what I say and they hear what they want to hear. So let me let, sometimes I have to be clear for the people in the balcony. Uh, I'm in no way advocating that there be a uh, string of arrests to incarcerate young black boys. I am in no way advocating that we just go through and just start locking up young black boys. Let me make sure that's what it is. But here is where I got to draw the line. There is no excuse for you to be standing outside in 20-degree weather, standing outside, giving people the do you want to smoke sign. And, and, and you're doing this in front of people's businesses. So here is where our people, my people, who, who, who live in these areas, this is where you got to stand up and say, we're done. We can talk about people living in these other towns and call them bougie and say that they this and they that. They think they this. No, it's not that they think. They say it's not going to happen. So they're standing right in front of, you know, there's a, a, a strip mall right there on, between Springfield and Plasky, between Springfield and Madison and Plasky and Madison. There's a little strip mall right in that whole area is where you will drive past and you'll get at least five or six different offers in between the lights five or six offers. It literally does start at Hamlin. <laughs> it literally starts at Hamlin, where the new Walgreens, that's Walgreens pharmacy is right there. So it literally starts right there. So really you can go from Hamlin and Madison to Plasky and Madison. So, so my thing is this, there are businesses there, just like the mayor and the people said, these businesses, look, you, have, you don't want these people in front of your store, then hire some private security. Because I don't know that they're employing people from the neighborhood anyway. So if you're not employing people from the neighborhood and the neighborhood ain't getting all you're getting from the neighborhood is the neighborhood's money and you're not putting nothing back into the neighborhood, but you're allowing this foolishness to go on in front of your store, you got to go. You got to go. If we don't want this activity in our neighborhoods, if we don't want these clowns in our neighborhoods, then we have to go to these store owners and say, you do see these people, whoever owns the strip mall, right? I ain't got to go to the individual stores because they're not standing in front of the individual store. But watch this. They standing right in front of the, ain't it, ain't, what is it, ain't it a link, a wick store? What is that, wick, link? What is it called? For the milk? Yeah, but that's not in the strip mall. No, no, that's on the street. Right. But they standing in front of that store. Ain't that government property? No? Yes? Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. But that's where they're standing, right there too. They're standing right there. God forbid a, 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 a competitor says, oh, we want this area now and decides to come up and shoot up Madison Street. 
and you trying to go to the wig store to get you some pampers or some milk. I'm assuming they got pampers. I don't even know what's in there. But you, 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 you trying to go get you some stuff for your child, and, and you got to walk past somebody, everybody, you know, it's like it's ridiculous. But, how, but those people, you hold those individual stores because you're letting this go on in front of your store. Because guess what? You ain't finna cross Austin and Madison and do it in Park. What's the name of this, the, 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 the gym shoe joint? Is it Dreamtown? What is it called? Oh, yeah. Right there next to the currency exchange? Is mm-hmm. it dr- dr- Dream something? It's like a finish line, one yeah. of them joints. It's Dreamtown. Dreamtown. You ain't finna stand in front, in front of Dreamtown and hang out. You can't even just stand there and hang out. You ain't gonna do it. Why? Because Oak Park, not the Oak Park police, the Oak Park residents have said, this is not what we want. This is not what we'll tolerate. You ain't going to do it. But they do it where we are because guess what? We don't own the stores. Them, that ain't us in those stores. That's not us in the stores. But that strip mall, somebody owns that strip mall, some company, some conglomerate, whatever you want to call them. Somebody owns that strip mall. And whoever owns that strip mall should be forced to hire some security for that strip mall. And that security would then make sure that you ain't going to do this in front of this strip mall. You ain't going to park your car in here and then walk out onto the street and do your dirt. You ain't going to do that. Hold these people accountable. Stop waiting on the, 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 the aldermen and the police department. They work for us. And they're only going to focus on what they focus on unless you redirect their focus. But we ain't going to march for that. We ain't going to protest for that. We ain't going to pick it for that. We ain't going to pick it to tell them to stop selling drugs on the corners. We ain't going to pick it them. We'll pick it the police, though. We'll pick it the mayor's. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go stand outside the mayor's house. We'll do all those things. But then we wonder why we can't have anything. We wonder why viable businesses that could bring real jobs that would really hire people from the community don't come to our community because why would they? Why would I invest? Why would I turn around and, 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 and put a $30 million store in, 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 in or, or spend however many millions of dollars to build something in the neighborhood that, that, that the neighborhood won't protect? I'll take it a step further. Keep going east on Madison Street. Get down to Western Avenue. What's that, Pete's? Yeah. That's Pete's, right? Yeah. Uh, anybody standing outside Pete's doing anything you see? Any random just, you know, I mean, you're going to get an occasional homeless person out there trying to get a little money or something, get a sandwich. But you see, I mean, not, I'm not saying that it ain't, it, it, it's not that there ain't some, it, it, that there could be some illegal drug activity going on. What I'm saying is... It's the Walgreens. It's the McDonald's. You see anybody it's hanging out over there? It's a, yeah, it's everything going 
north. Oh, going north on 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 western is where you is where the stuff is going on. Yeah. Oh, it's back that way. Yeah. It's like they know what they're doing. Absolutely. They won't. They don't. They don't stand out there at at the peak and everything, but they do. You see them at the new Wendy's. That's over there. Um, I wonder why they're not standing out the peaks. Because of security out there, one. Oh, keyword. It has always been security out there. You know, you got these. Um, so we can go to Wendy's and say, hey, y'all letting these people stand in front of y'all parking lot, do whatever they're doing. Walgreens, billion-dollar company. Hey, all these billion-dollar companies. Wendy's, billion-dollar company. Walgreens, billion-dollar company. I mean, they try to move them, but as soon as you move one, somebody else comes back. That's why you got a higher security. Higher security. Now, 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 now it's a, now it's a, now it's a, okay, we can't be here at all type situation. Now we got to go somewhere else. And yes, they're going to keep moving, but guess what? Eventually you, it's only so many places you're going to be able to move to before you move to the wrong place. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Move them until they all start bumping into each other. And then we know what's going to happen, but oh, well, it's happening to them. And not folks just driving past or some stray bullet going through some window. At some point, we gotta we 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 gotta we we have to. At some point, we gotta be sick and tired for real. Because right now, I really don't believe we are. I don't believe we are. We're not tired of it. Sister Bernice Johnson says, "Good evening." They say that the people don't want them in Old Park. We don't want them in Chicago. Yeah, Miss Sister Bernice. But here's the problem: we in Chicago ain't doing nothing. We have a stop the every now and then there's a stop the was it a nonviolence march or something like that or a stop the violence march. We have a stop the violence march. We ain't, where's the stop the drugs? Because here's the deal: ain't, 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 ain't nothing to shoot up if ain't you ain't out there selling nothing. Now people are gonna say they go, yeah, they gonna sell drugs one way or the other. Yeah, make them have to figure it out. <laughs> They real creative. They stand out there with shopping bags for stores that don't even exist in the area. I saw an idiot, I see an idiot out there every day with a Lacoste shopping bag. Lacoste. Y'all know dang on where ain't no Lacoste nowhere on Madison Street. But yet he's out there every day with his Canada Goose coat on and a white Lacoste bag. That when you drive up, and ask if you want some weed, he going to reach right in that white Lacoste bag and hand it to you. And when I expressed this, it was like they've, they've done sweeps. They've done it. But these people get right out because, again, it's a misdemeanor. That's why they got so, you know why they have so many of them standing out there? So that they can be divided up amongst them so that nobody is carrying enough weight to get a, 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 a felony offense. That's why you see them grouped up together, five and six at a time, all of them working together for five or six at a time. The, the drugs are split evenly amongst them, only enough, if, a, if at all, to get a misdemeanor. But guess what? I will put the, 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 the paddy wagon and just park it right there and open the door. Just leave the door open. Come on in here. Every day. Every day. You can't, what? You can't tell me you ain't got one or two uh, desk duty, 
fat, out-of-shape Chicago police officers that ain't doing nothing else but sitting behind a desk. Guess what? You can drive the paddy wagon and just pull up and park and do your desk duty. We Everybody else working remote. Hell, you can work remote too. Sit your behind right there and park it. What's that big, that big uh, uh, command center truck that they have every, every now and then that you see? Park it. Just park it. I know it's cold. I know it's cold. Walk the beat. Y'all got good. Y'all, I see y'all. Y'all got them Chicago police officers pullovers and 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 uh 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 uh, uh what they call them things? Them snowsuits. Just look. Get, you can walk, you can park one car on one corner on Central Park in Madison and park the other on Plaskett in Madison. And you get out and you walk. Sit in another car, warm up. Wait 10 minutes, get up, walk, and go back. What, what they doing? They can't do nothing. They can't do nothing. And maybe I'm oversimplifying it. Maybe I'm thinking it's too simple. Maybe somebody will tell me different. But I'm sorry. That just seemed like too much common sense to me. They're already telling the police, because I talked to the brother. We saw a brother in the, in, in the restaurant on Tuesday. He said they ain't getting no days off still. They still got no days off. They can't, ain't there, they're on vacation, been poor. So there's plenty of officers sitting around. Somebody can just park their car. Hell, I call Wendy's. You can get you some free fries and a, and, and a single. Just come park your car over here. But we 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 we're, we're making no little to no f none. And if they're doing this in the now, mind you, they were doing this last summer, and they probably were doing it the summer before that. Maybe I just missed it. But well, no, because we've been on we've been on you know what it is we've been on 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 on, on COVID for so long. You know, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to tell. We were at home all that a lot of time, so I had no reason to be that way. But now it's like I I just want to. What what are we gonna do in the summertime? And because that's considered a business district, why can't it be a business district and a safer school area too? How come? Why can't it be a business district and safer schools? Safe school zone. Because one thing they ain't gonna do is they ain't stupid enough to sell drugs in the safe school zone. Cause that's automatic felony. I don't care if you. I don't care if you selling TNT bags. Hell, that's automatic felony. Shante say simplicity is usually the best solution. Uh, maybe it's too simple. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it. All right. Uh, that's that's. I, I just wanted to share that. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I get on my soapbox, and then it, it is what it is. I'm sorry. I ain't. Well, I'm. I'm really not sorry, but you know. Uh, yeah. Let me. Let me. So let me get to this. Um, this Michael Todd thing. Pastor Michael Todd from the uh, Oklahoma Church uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, uh, we talked about this on Monday. Uh, Spitgate. Uh, is what I'm. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. Uh, Spitgate uh, with his brother. He was using an analogy and he was retelling the story. Uh, he was retelling the story of um, of uh, Jesus healing the blind man 
and spitting in the mud and making a concoction in his hand and then wiping it on the man's eyes. And he decided to go a little extra uh, with his illustration. Uh, and uh, the video has now been seen by one point, I think, six million people. Um, too bad his other videos don't get as much views. But we like mess, though. See, we like mess. We like mess. Mess attracts people. Uh, too bad he won't have another video that has 1.6 million views. Um, but we like mess. So anyway, uh, he he did this horrible thing where he spit in his hand. I'm not going to replay that video, so no worries. But he spit in his hand, and he brought his brother, his his, his blood brother, on stage and literally re, re uh, and demonstrated, reenacted this this miracle uh, taking place, uh, and it was not uh, it was not pretty. It was not pretty at all. So uh, I just want to share this uh, with you all. Let me. Sh- um, I forgot to share this to the group though. First, let me do my uh, my quick share. If y'all haven't shared this already, please do so. Thank y'all so much. Those of you watching on Facebook and um, uh, other places, uh, please share, 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 share. If you have not. Uh, done so uh, already. All right. Uh, let me make sure I got the right video up. All right. And we want to enlarge that. And do I have sound? Yes, I do. Tanya, you ready? Oh, you ready. All right, y'all. So here is, uh, I played the incident. Now here is uh, the follow-up. And then we'll talk about it in a minute. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you're having an amazing Monday. I just want to acknowledge uh, what happened yesterday when the spit hit the fan. I watched it back, and um, it was disgusting. <laughs> like, that was gross. I want to validate everybody's feelings um, that that was a distraction to what I was really trying to do. I was really trying to make the word come alive and for people to see the story. But yesterday it got too live, and I own that. And um, I just want to make sure people know that we want to help people. We want people to see Jesus. We want people to feel loved. We want people who are desperate to be able to find hope. And I'm passionate about that so much so that I try to do extreme things to help people get it. And yesterday it crossed the line. So um, I love you guys. I appreciate everybody that's been praying for us and sending us messages. And to anybody who just saw that three-minute clip, I really encourage you to go back and watch the whole message. There's some truth and some life in there that could potentially change your whole life. Um, When Jesus uh, spit on that man, he was blind, and then he could see. Um, For my brother, who I love and uh, honor so much, I just called him. He was bald before I spit on him, and he's still bald today. So no miracle here, and uh, so next time I'll rethink and do something differently. I love everybody. I'm praying for everybody, and uh, Transformation Nation, thank you for writing. We're going to represent God to the lost and found for transformation in Christ. All right, everybody, have an amazing week. Peace. All right, so that was the apology, Um, and and some people will say he didn't need to apologize. Uh, Some people will say... Uh, it wasn't enough. Uh, some people will say, you know, he should be canceled or whatever. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, the apology was needed um, because because the, the body of Christ was offended. Let's say that again. The apology was needed because the the body of Christ was offended. You You caused harm to the body. You caused harm to the body. And so the apology was needed and the apology was done and it was well done. Uh, and, and I'm good. 
I have no art. Like I told y'all the night of, though, I had no art against the brother. I thought he made a stupid choice. He said that. It was nasty. It was not. It wasn't cool. You want to go back and watch the video? That's on you. I'm not playing it again. Um, but it was, um, I, I appreciated it. I'm glad he owned it and, and he moved on from it. Uh, and, but I, here is the, here is the, here is where I think we, um, we take things a little bit, uh, too far. We are in, we are, we are in, we are in an era where, uh, if somebody, we are, we, we're good to want to, uh, cancel people. This is the air that we, 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 we are in the area or the era, I should say, of cutoff season, uh, uh, cutoff season. I know some people call it, I saw Pastor Clarence Torres the other day talking about cuffing season. He say he didn't know what that was. But, <laughs> but uh, we're in, in the era of cutoff season uh, where we just want to cut people off. We just want to cut things off. We want to just cut 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 and and I don't get me wrong I I I I am um a fan of 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 the great cutoff uh but then I recognize I I I being a fan of the great cutoff I recognize here is the deal um cutting people off does not heal it does not heal you cutting people off does not heal what what whatever ails you it does not. Um, trying to um, act as though people don't exist, uh, and, I, and I'm saying this from, from somebody who pretty good at it, uh, it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. Uh, you could think it does, but it, 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 it costs you more to, to do the cutoff than it does for the forgiveness side, whether they offended you or not. Um, in this brother's case, the body was offended. He came back. He owned it. He may make another mistake again down the line. We don't know. We hope not. But he came back. He owned it. He shouldn't have to step down. He shouldn't lose his church. Members shouldn't go running or whatever. Um, I, I, one of my uh, pastors that I follow, uh, he made a, 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 a comment about this and, and was saying, y'all mad about uh, what he did uh, to his brother uh, on camera. He said, but he turned around and said, well, well we don't want to know what some of y'all been spitting on. Hey, take it however you feel it. Uh, how does cutting off represent Christ? It doesn't, Shante. That's just it. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, you feel a sense of security when you do it for a minute, but it doesn't. Because uh, I've, 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 I've made attempts to do it with family members. I got some family members that work my good, my good nerve and, and, and cutting them off. Uh, and here, here, here is the difference. They don't, they don't get the same access, Right. So, you know, if something happens and I got to, you know, my, my mother says I'm, I'm doing this and, you know, you want to come with me or whatever, I'll do it. But, that, but guess what? The, 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 the level of vulnerability that, they used to, that I used to have around them no longer exists. So now if I go, I'm in, hey, what's going on? 
all the conversations stay um, uh, uh, general. You know what I'm saying? We don't get into nothing too deep. And if, and if somebody gets into a deep conversation, you just chill and you just check your watch and be like, you ready to go. See what I'm saying? And, 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 and there it is versus, versus uh, adding more angst to the issue. I like that word, angst. <laughs> adding more angst to the issue. Uh, uh, it does. It does not help. It does not help anyone succeed. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. You. You. You definitely don't grow from it. Right. Limited assets are different from cutting off. Come on now. Come on. Watch this, y'all. Whew, thank you, Holy Ghost. You. You. You ever use your Wi-Fi hotspot on your phone? And you get to the point where you exceed your. Let me help somebody out. For those of you with bootleg AT and T. But uh, 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 Tanya, remember we used to be on Adams, and 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 everybody come in the door, getting on the Wi-Fi, and 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 uh, we go over there, and then it, we trying to watch a, uh, you know, we trying to play videos because we watch videos on Sundays and stuff with the rest of the crew, and we be able to, you know, or be playing something on, and where the internet is required, and and you got to, like nothing happening. The internet look like Max Headroom. Y'all don't, I'm dating myself. But everything is like, you know, not really working because it was too many folks on and AT&T said, oh, no, we're not giving you all that. We're going to limit your access until some of y'all stop using it, right? Or when you're with your hotspot on your phone, unless you got unlimited, with your hotspot, they only give you so much at a certain speed. And then once you surpass that, they'll let you give, they'll let you continue to have access, but it's limited. It's limited, meaning you can still get on the internet. You ain't gonna enjoy the internet. <laughs> you can you can still check your email. You can still listen to some music, but you ain't finna stream no movies. <laughs> you ain't finna do all that because we gonna limit your access. That's all we talking about, limiting the access. Because watch this, cutting off causes a problem between you and God, right? But limiting access is wisdom. Huh? King Solomon. King Solomon said, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a grievous answer, yeah. Absolutely. We gotta learn how to move differently. I know, I know it's twenty twenty two and, and and it's been building and building and building. It goes all the way back to uh what was the sister back in twenty sixteen uh that sang for Trump for the inauguration. Who? Who is it again? Chrisette Michelle. Chrisette Michelle, thank you. Chrisette Michelle. Uh, Chrisette Michelle got offered a job. Her agent or manager got a phone call and said, "Do you want to sing for the inauguration?" Now, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want to do something. So, um, let me see if I can find this real quick. I should have looked this up earlier, but I hadn't didn't have a plan on going this far with this. Um, Uh, but she sang for uh, Donald Trump's uh, inauguration uh, when he won the election, uh, what, you know, in 2016. And 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 what I found interesting was uh, we went immediately and told her she was no longer invited to the barbecue. 
she was no longer invited to the picnic. Now help me out, Tanya, because I, you know, you you know a little bit more about this kind of music than I do, because I I'm real picky. I'm still listening to old people music. I don't really listen to the newer stuff, and I know she's kind of a new, more modern artist or whatever. Uh, how popular, if at all, was Chrisette Michelle? I know she was a Jay Z discovery, but how popular was uh, Chrisette Michelle leading up to 2016, 2017? Uh, I would say she had some fame. She had some fame. She was but doing she's back now. She was doing what? Yeah, she's back. But I'm just saying, she was doing well though, right? She was decent. I mean, if anybody knew. She sung the background to Aston Martin music, Rick, Rick, Rick Ross song. So she was the background vocals. And so, you know, like, you, you know, people know her. Okay. Everything. Okay. So, so here is, here is, here is the part uh, that I think people tend to forget. So November 2016 is the election. Uh, I agreed. I have. I had to think about Jesus didn't cut off Judas, knowing who he was. Yeah, come on. Now I know we ain't Jesus, Shante. I, I I know that's not what you're saying because I know somebody read them be like, oh, now we supposed to be Jesus. Oh, you are supposed to, no, you supposed to be Christ-like. But he didn't. He didn't cut him off. But what did he do to him? What he what he told Jesus? What what? But watch this. He didn't cut him off. But he limited the time. Judas was gonna be around. I wish I had some help. That 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 a preach right there. He didn't cut him off, but he limited the time and the access. He told Judas after he dipped that bread and the wine at the same time. He said, "Now, hey, look here, go hurry up and do what you got to do." <laughs> he said, "Go ahead and do what you got to do." So while he was gone, and while Judas left. And he break the bread and did all that and all that. This is my body and all that kind of stuff. Judas was gone. He had, you know, he he dipped off. He was gone. Judas wasn't there for that. He he was gone. Huh? He told him, no, no, you going out because because I got something to do anyway. So go on, do, go, go on, do, go on, do your little dirt. Go on, be shady because I know you shady already. So go on, do what you gonna do. Look, hurry up. Right. Go ahead and do what you're going to do, and then we'll be right. We're we, we going to be right here, and then we're going to go on out to the garden. But let me let me get back to this Chris at Michelle thing. So y'all saw Chris at Chris at Chris at Michelle uh, was at the. Uh, she was at the uh, uh, at the ball at the ball. If you're over the age of 35, with, uh, this is uh, how much ear wax is trapped in your ears right now. For some, it's and, old age, and, and, but for most uh, people, she's had a lot of fun. Yeah, it says waiting for connections. You don't see it? All righty. Right now. Let me know when you got it. All right. So here we go, y'all. I just want to play a little bit of this from uh from from the president's inauguration from twenty seventeen. I'm talking about cut people off. Now the Grammy nominated number one song intentional. Please welcome one of the hottest young stars in gospel today, Travis Green. Joined by his special 
special guest, the amazing Grammy-winning artist Chrisette Michelle, and backed by Washington, D.C.'s own Abundant Life Choir. The Bible says that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So whatever's happening in your life is not happening to you or for you. Hands up like this, y'all ready? election 2017 was the inauguration uh chrisette michelle sang all we heard was chrisette michelle cut off from um cut off uh canceled no longer welcome at the family picnic she can't bring the potato salad she is no longer welcome at the picnic anymore uh because she's a traitor and she sung at uh at donald trump's inauguration and because of that the cutoff game has happened. She can no longer do that, right? Now, Tanya just informed me that she's somewhat back, or she is back, right? She's back. Okay, so she's back. But she was cut off, like, big time. Like, like do not ever, <laughs> do not ever come back this way <laughs> again, right? Uh, uh, following her performance, watch this. She lost album distribution, got death threats, diagnosed with bipolar disorder, suffered a miscarriage. All those things, right? But yet, (laughs) come on now, watch this. But yet, Kanye West released his 10th studio album, Donda. (laughs) Travis Green was singing on the stage with her. What happened to Travis Green? Anything? Anybody? Did Travis get canceled? Did anybody say Travis came to... <laughs> right. 
she got canceled for ad libbing, Shiante. Cause I ain't here singing no. She ain't have her own verse. <laughs> so 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 my my thing is, what did that do for anybody? What did that do? So they so they stopped buying her records. She lost her, her uh she lost her album distri- distribution deal. <clears throat> How sway? Cause she took a job. Cause she took a job. She lost her deal. Come on. But this is but again this is the culture. This started way back then. She was one of the first. She was one of the first victims. Ain't like she was on Twitter. Talking crazy, like uh, what's 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 the girl that that you know her her light came back on all of a sudden after she you know uh, what's her name Stacy Dash, yeah, you know she went way over, she went she lost her mind but she all of a sudden her mind is back for some strange reason but she lost her mind saying all type of weird and crazy stuff online that's different this girl didn't do nothing but show up because she got a gig. She showed up because this is this is what she this is what she does <clears throat> for a living. She sings and performs for a living. This was a performance. This wasn't in support of. This was a performance. Travis Green. This was a performance, not in support of. But yet we couldn't see past that for her, but we could see it for him. But I know that's a whole other issue. But again, huh? What do you mean? What's my point? Like, like in the end, you still have to. I mean, like she's back. If she was somebody different, what did it cost her? It it cost it cost her it, it cost her a lot in the in the very beginning. But she's back. But I'm just saying, if this was any other person, not a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And everything else like that. But I'm saying I'm talking about cutting people off. Period. I'm just using her because that's the that's that was my first memory of of a great of the great cutoff was her publicly. That was she was the first one. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying this 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 whole thing about people walking around with unforgiveness and 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 all this kind of stuff like it it does you more harm. You cause harm to this person because clearly she was caused harm to. Um, but then the people that that. That she lost her deal. Nobody went back and said, "Oh, hey, we made a mistake. Oh, we took this too far. We took this. We took this way too far. We didn't have to go that route." You know, it, it, I mean, it, they didn't like uh, Spike Lee took his song off of uh, "She's Got to Have It," Black Girl Magic off the, off of his Netflix show and everything. Did he really? Yes, he did. What song? Was it her song? It's it's Chrisette Michelle. Oh, he took, the, he took it off his Netflix. Um, off the Netflix series? Yeah. Why? Well, I, I did not know that. Yeah. See, that's a lot. Because she went and got a check. <laughs> because she went and got a check. Who did she hurt going to get the check? Okay, so so do we now? So do we buy my pillows now from old old, old boy because now his his company is suffering? No, but the My Pillow dude got on TV and lied and said the election was stolen. The My Pillow dude keeps saying he had proof that there was election machines rigged and ain't showed us nothing. The My Pillow dude also talked about some dang on aliens and some uh, he he got a whole lot of stuff. No, he canceled his own self. He he caused harm to his own self. Cause I'm I'm sorry. Uh, here's a random question: Who was 
who was buying them pillows? Somebody clearly was buying them because they was made in the good old U.S. of eight. But, dude, your pillow fell off because you got on TV and made a fool of yourself. She didn't choose a side. She just took a check. My man got on TV talking about the vaccine was fake, the COVID was fake, the people was <laughs> Dead people was voting for, for Joe Biden. He, he was out there, craziness, and still talking about it to this day. And we still waiting on the proof. He said he was going to have proof. And, and and it ain't it ain't there, so that's what I'm talking about. That, 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 there is a difference. I'm saying, I'm saying the cutoff, the the, the, the cutoff, the cutoff thing is 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 just at some point, at some point, if you keep cutting everybody off, then what? At some point, if 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 everybody is, is at some point, if you just keep cutting off body parts, <laughs> at some point you keep cutting off body parts. What body parts are you gonna have left? If our eye offends us and we cut it out, you gonna if the left eye offends you, okay, then the right eye offends you. Then now what? Everybody just blind? Is that what we doing? Is that what we doing? Sean said, "Who are we cutting off about this civil rights bill?" Exactly. We ain't cutting off no what the politics what? It's just it's just it's it's just a. It was just a thought. I just wonder. I wonder. I wonder how far, how far it goes, and when do we learn? When do we learn? Um, when do we learn as a as a as a group of people? Uh, when do we learn that that we're not going to continue to do things, uh, in the same manner? And and expect to get something, uh, and keep expecting God to 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 to, to bless mess. And and I often wonder. It's no wonder. It's no wonder why we continue uh, on the path that we're on with the stuff that we that we're still going through. Uh, we wouldn't think that just when you think you're getting out of something, uh, we're still in this mess because apparently we have yet to learn. We have yet to learn. We're still doing the same things. The same things, and God is not pleased. He is not pleased. And I'm not. And look, and I'm. And I'm. And trust me, I'm not saying this from the standpoint that I got it all right. Trust me, I'm really not. Believe me when I tell you, I'm not saying it from a standpoint that I got it all right. But I'm simply saying that at some point, at some point, uh, we got to do a better job uh, than than uh, than what we're doing. Uh, because guess what we at, at, at some because if, if if we if we if we want to be honest and and be completely transparent, aren't we glad that God ain't like us? I ain't gonna get no help right there. I don't get no help right there. Ain't we glad that God ain't like us? Aren't we glad that God ain't like us? Because I'm glad God ain't in the cut in the cutoff game. I'm glad he ain't in the cutoff game. So that, that's all I'm saying. At some point, at some point, and, and, and again, like I said uh, earlier, ain't nobody got it right. Ain't perfect. And, and me by no means. But I'm saying, aren't we, aren't we, aren't we glad God is not like man? Because the minute, the, the minute, the minute we mess up, God don't say, you know what? I'm tired of this Negro. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Let's just. 
Let's just turn the page. Uh, Shanta said, thanks for my next women's group discussion, limited access. <laughs> we going to slow your speed down to 2.5 gig. <laughs> your high-speed data connection is now slow. Oh, God. All right, all right, all right. Look, y'all, let's do this. Let's take a uh, let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to jump into uh, our main topic for tonight. Our main topic for tonight, uh, simply entitled uh, Disciplines, Disciplines, Disciplines. Y'all ready for this? It is called Disciplines for Spirit-Filled Worship. Discipline for Spirit-Filled Worship. That's our main topic of conversation. We're going to hit that when we come back, man. It's going to be good. Y'all don't go too far. Matter of fact, don't go nowhere. Uh, we'll be right back in less than uh, about in about a good 90 seconds. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, come on, Eric. Uh, it's Praise Ray Friday. We can get this in. Let's go. With some sound, please. Thank you. <laughs> bounce, bounce, bounce. Y'all know this tiny song. So you'll get the first verse. Uh oh, y'all, she getting ready. Here she go. You ready? Hit it, Tanya. When I think about how good I stop praying. She was ready, y'all. We be right back, y'all. CTL Radio. So many times since I had laid away from me. That's why I pray. Over and over, he keeps on blessing me. Here. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is Praise Break Friday. Take a limits off radio. We are ready. We are back, 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 back. <laughs> oh God, we are back. Eric Kirk and two worship. Eric Kirk and two worship. Yes, 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 yes. All good. Eric Kirk and two worship. Excited, y'all, about this discipline for. Spirit-filled worship, discipline for spirit-filled worship. That is our topic of conversation uh, for tonight. This should be good. Uh, now, this article, this article is on churchleaders.com, but it was written by, so churchleaders.com has started what they call a worship cohort. A cohort is a gathering of, 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 of like-minded individuals uh, together to, to, to come up with uh, different uh, uh, in, in, in biblical terms, is a dip, uh, different. Uh, I'm sorry, come together for for uh, contextualizing scriptures and things like that, and teaching and bringing stuff together and building uh, uh, curriculums and things like that. So, uh, but this group is this was written by a cohort, meaning a bunch of writers uh, from churchviews.com got together and put this article. So they're not giving credit to one individual. Uh, it just says it was done by the worship. Uh, cohort, and in this case, uh, the worship cohort, uh, as I said earlier, uh, is just uh, uh, exists to serve. They sit in this cohort, exists to serve the worship pastors and leaders for the glory of God. That's their, that's their job. That's their job. Uh, real quick, before I get into the speech, no, I did not see the news uh, regarding uh, Mr. David. Was it David Brown? Is that his name? Uh, the top cop is a flop. I did not, but I'm, I'm not surprised that they're coming for him because. Um, a lot of people didn't want him in the first place, and again, he only would have got he only got that job uh, because of how he handled the DC, um, the uh, Texas Dallas sniper. That was the only reason he got the job. How they handled the, how he handled the Dallas uh, what you call it? That was it. Had he not heard that, we would have never heard of him. And when you go back and look at all the other stuff. Uh, with him in Dallas, there was a lot of issues and stuff that we didn't know anything about. Um, he got he got the first pass because you know he looked like us. But you know, check the record, check the record. Uh, I'll still say that you know, yes, I know the Chicago police has internally some rough people, uh, but I still think they should have gotten somebody from the inside that knows the city, that knows the city, that knows the neighborhood, uh, because you can address the neighborhood differently. What you do on the north side does not work on the west side of Chicago. It just ain't going to ever work. What you do in Wicker Park ain't going to work in east and west Garfield. What you do in, in, in Edgewater ain't going to work in North Lawndale. It just ain't going to work. It, it does not matter. You cannot, can I use my one of my favorite new terms? It ain't a USB device. You just can't plug and play. You just can't plug and play. And if you really want to do something, I'm going to get to the article because y'all going to make me go somewhere. But if you really want to do something, do a push in the black neighborhood. For people, go to black neighborhoods, go to some junior colleges. For people that are about to finish with their associate's degree or, or whatever. 
go and grab them. Those are people that just stopped to get their bachelor's degree. Go and grab them and give some incentives to want to work for the Chicago Police Department for your neighborhood. Put some incentives in place. So that, hey, you know what? You do this. You come on. You graduate from the academy. We're going to guarantee you this. We're going to put you in your neighborhood and do this and do that. You work your neighborhood for the first five years out of the academy. And then you can write your ticket and go, and then you can apply for a transfer somewhere else after the fact. But for the first, do put, put the same stuff in place that they were trying to put in place for the teachers. I think it didn't go through because uh, we got the, the clown in office. But put the same stuff in place where they said if you are a, uh, a, a college student and you decide to go uh, work as a teacher in an urban area, uh, uh, if you decide to go to work in a, as a teacher in an urban area, that they would uh, wipe your tuition, right? So do the same thing in Chicago uh, in these high-crime areas. Go and recruit internally from these areas. It's easy to find. All this information is public. Go to some of these junior colleges. Run up on Malcolm X. Run over to, to uh, 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 well, what's that? Not even a junior college. Uh, Chicago State. So run all the way over. To, go to Chicago State. Go to these areas where a lot of our children are, teenagers are, young adults are, and recruit them. I'm just saying, you want something different, do something different. Discipline for spirit-filled worship. Discipline for spirit-filled worship. That's our topic of conversation tonight. God bless you. Um, uh, 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 let me, uh, Master Prophet. Master Prophet I.A. Tory. I'll elevate it one more time. Uh, Master Prophet I.A. Tory. God bless you, sir. Uh, bless you, bless you. So here we go. Spirit-filled uh, worship. Discipline, discipline for spirit-filled worship. The writer says this, what is spirit-filled worship? Ephesians 5.18 says, be filled with the spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. So here we go. What is uh, discipline, or rather discipline for spirit-filled worship? Here we go. Successful, but unspiritual. Successful, but unspiritual. Stay right there. Successful, but unspiritual. The writer says this. He says, Samson was born to lead. Think about that. Samson was born to lead. The Lord blessed him and filled him with the Holy Spirit. Uh, Judges 13, 24, 3, 25, and then 14, 6, 15, and 4. But it says, as Israel's appointed judge, he fought their battles and defeated their enemies with immense matchless strength. He was the quintessential picture of power and success among God's people during a very dark time. But as we all know, the story takes a tragic turn. Samson shares the truth about his strength with the infamous Delilah, whom the Philistines had hired to seduce him and find out his secret. Consequently, she exploited Samson's secret, and thus when the Philistines came for him, he did not know that the Lord had left him. And the Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes and bound him. The Spirit of God left Samson 
and he didn't even know why. His overconfident, presumptuous sense of success desensitized him to God's atmosphere. Worship leaders, let me talk to y'all. If the Spirit were to leave your ministry today, would you even know? God would. Would his absence make any difference in the way you think, plan, manage your time, and relate with your team? Many worship leaders today maintain an appearance of success, but their lives are void of spiritual power. Sure, we might make great music. We may execute our set list each week with famous precision. We might have excellent production value. But without the Holy Spirit's power, it's all smoke and mirrors. Apart from him, there is no success, only pretense and illusion. Therefore, we must learn to lead by the power of the Spirit, or like Samson in Philistine custody, we will be blinded and bound by the deceitfulness of sin. Can we just pause right there? Because that said a whole lot. My God. Can we just for a moment, uh, uh, can we delve into that? The question was, if the Spirit were to leave your ministry today, would you even know it? I would say this. Come on, put your hands together right there. The Spirit of God has left a lot of ministries. And folks are still there. Let me say it a different way. A lot of ministries and leaders have been fired a long time ago, but they're still there because they don't believe or they're too caught up into themselves to recognize that God has left the building. My, my, my. Because the writer goes on to ask this question. He says, would his absence even make a difference? In the way that you sang and played. Think about this. If you knew God had stopped paying you any attention to what you presented as worship, would you then make up your mind that you needed to change it? I would want to, I submit to you today that there are some people in some churches that are still doing what they've been doing because of who they believe they used to be or who they actually used to be. And they think that because of who they used to be, that their reputation alone is still carrying them. I beg to differ because now you're living on reputation and not off the spirit of God. You're thinking that people are going to show up because of your name. That's real cocky. You think you can keep on presenting the same stuff the same raggly, yeah, I ain't said raggly in a long time. The same raggly kind of way you've been doing it and think it's going to be acceptable to God. We think that's okay. To keep just going around and around and around, just like a hamster on a hamster wheel, not going nowhere, but you still doing the same work. Ooh, I'm still running there. Yes, where is the difference? 
And then he, I'm telling you, this is, this is, this is, this is harsh, man. This is stepping on some toes. Many worship leaders today maintain an appearance of success, but their lives are void of spiritual power. Y'all doing all that praise and black and backflipping and foaming at the mouth and talking in some kind of tongue, but ain't nobody being here. My God, ain't no deliverance happening. Ain't no bondage is falling off. Ain't no chains being broken. Ain't nobody being set free. But we doing all this shouting. Make me wonder, is it really spirit feet? Holy spirit feet. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Could be spirit feet. Very well could be spirit feet. But where is the power of the Holy Spirit? Where is your, uh, uh, where is the fruit? Ah, that's it. Where is the fruit from all this uh, 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 spirit-led praise and worship? I ain't say praise and worship. Spirit-led praise and worship. Where is the fruit? Because if it's spirit-led praise and worship, if you're worshiping him in spirit and in truth, you ought to see some. There ought to be some fruit from this spirit-led praise and worship. There ought to be some fruit. But when it's Dana led or, or you led it or somebody else led it, 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 it it's gonna be a little shake. Little shake, little shake, little shake. Little shake. It's gonna be a little shake. But it, but but if but if but if God is leading, then there ought to be some results. Folks not folks ought not come back the same way they showed up. See, I don't believe, I don't believe back in, 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 in biblical times, I don't believe in biblical times when all these folks gathered in the upper room and when they gathered these gatherings and, and, and Jesus was preaching or Paul was preaching or, 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 or Peter was preaching and all this stuff was going on, that folks weren't being healed and folks was being healed and leaving there witnessing the very power and presence of God. They were seeing God in the flesh running through these men and women of God. They were seeing a uh, 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 straight out uh, scenes of, 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 of miracles. All right, Tori says, Jeremiah 5.31, the prophets prophesy falsely. Uh-huh, the prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means. Ah, uh, their means. And my people love to have it so. And what will ye do in the end thereof? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, brother Tori. When Peter was preaching and folks was getting set free and demons was running each and every way, wasn't no demon going to be able to sit in his presence. When Paul was preaching, wasn't no demon going to be able to sit in his presence? Wasn't no lame folk going to continue to be lame in their presence? Why? Because the power of the Holy Ghost was just that real in those moments. So then I said, let's fast forward to 2021 and 2022. I'm sorry, but we're doing all this shouting and we're saying, oh, my God, the spirit was in the room today and the God moved. Oh, he sure moved in the service today. Okay, he moved. What happened? 
after you got through dancing, after you sweated out your suit, after you tore your stockings up, you messed up your good shirt, after all that, what happened? I know the music was good. I know you got your, you, you cut a good rug. You got your two-step on. Minus your drink. But you got your two-step on. You did all of that. But then what happened? What'd they do? Where was, where was the Spirit of God manifest in your service? Where did he show up? Who did you see him? Who did you see him uh, 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 change right there on the spot? Who did you see get delivered? Was it you? Was it somebody else? Did the woman you say that's full of demons in the church, did all of a sudden her demons leave when you saw her the next week? Was she good or was she still back raising the same hell from the week before? I just want to know, where was the power at? Because service was lit. That's what we say, right? Service was lit. Service was off the chain. Whose chains was, whose chains was broke at the service? Huh? Whose chains was broke at the service? The writer, the writer, the writer, he says, therefore, he says, we must learn to lead by the power of the Spirit. Lead by what? The power of the Spirit. Lead by the power of the Spirit. Not me lead and then the Spirit, you know what? I'm going to lead and then the Spirit going to show up. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Lead by the power of the Spirit. He says, because if you don't, you like Samson. You think you got it. Until it's time for you to use it, you can't. Huh? My God. This is rich right here. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Then he goes to, he goes to, next session is entitled, Spirit-Filled, Spirit-Filled Worship. In Ephesians, in Ephesians uh, uh, 5, 18 uh, and 19, Paul instructs the saints in Ephesus to be continually filled with the Spirit. Uh, He associates this ongoing spiritual fullness with a heartfelt, joyful outpouring of song. Within the context of Ephesians 5, this kind of Spirit-filled worship is contrasted with sin and immorality, drunkenness, crude speech, sexual sin, covetedness, and the like. This means that people who sing fervently ought to be people whose lives are characterized by a gospel-motivated commitment to holiness. Ah! <laughs> he said, then it was the spirit. He holler Roshanda. <laughs> he, he said, so, 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 so if, if you want to be a spirit-filled worship leader, seek holiness with reckless grace-fueled abandon. Let me read that again. If you want to be a spirit-filled worship leader, seek holiness with reckless grace-fueled abandon. Hmm. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Because if we can say the Spirit, and then that leaves room for the imagination. But if I say the Holy Spirit, ah, ain't number one of those. 
If I just say the spirit, that could be anything. Ooh, church normal spirit field today. It sure was. Demons over there. Demons over there. Demons sitting back over there. Yeah. Watch this. The writer says this. He says, he says, <clears throat> at its core, this pursuit is a matter of confidence, meaning that if your confidence is in anything but the grace and power of Christ, you are guaranteed to find sin festering and wrecking havoc in your life and ministry. Thus, <clears throat> in order for sin to be killed and holiness to thrive, we must put our whole confidence in Jesus and his provision for us in the outpouring of his spirit. That's right, Brother Campbell. Writer says, after all, to pursue holiness is to pursue Jesus himself. Let me read that again. To pursue holiness is to pursue Jesus himself and to be confident in him alone. Apart from this, there is no such thing as ministry success in God's economy or spirit-filled worship. Pursue holiness is to pursue Jesus himself. When you read that song, that, 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 when you read that part about pursuing holiness is to pursue Jesus, it makes that song chasing after you that much more relevant. I ain't going to get no help. So now when you say I'm chasing after you, no matter what I got to do, huh? Come on now. When you say, when you say uh, uh, the pursuit of holiness is to pursue Jesus himself. Now when you sing the song, I'm chasing after you no matter what I have to do. Now you're saying, now that's that reckless grace field chasing with abandon, huh? That's when you say, you look at, you know what, this going to put me in, 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 in probably in a bad way with some folk. But I'm going to chase after God no matter what. Huh? My pursuit of him. My pursuit of him. Not for him, but of him. Huh? Come on now. I, 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 I wish I wish y'all would give, give, just give me a little help. See, 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 we, 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 have, we have a habit of, 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 of we, we want to chase, we chase the wrong stuff. I want. I want to chase. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm gonna chase after him. I'm. A, I'm gonna chase after her. I'm. A, I'm gonna chase after doing this. I want this kind of church. I want that kind of church. I want this kind of praise team. Or I. I would love to have this. I would love to have that. We're chasing after the wrong things. We're in pursuit of the wrong things. I say. I say this scripture all the time, but it, 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 it always seems to become relevant because Jesus said, if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, I'll do what? I'll draw all men. He will. So let's lift him. Let's pursue him. He'll bring, look, he'll do the rest. But we so busy, we so busy trying to, trying to catch everything else. The next big thing that they're doing in churches. What's the next big? Uh, uh, what's the next big uh, uh, church fad that's going on? Uh, Ari Tori says, "What form of the Holy Spirit? The angels that kept their first estate are holy, and they are spirits. The Word is holy, and it is a spirit. The breath we breathe is a spirit. What form of the Spirit are we filled with?" Well, I think we find that in the Book of Acts, sir. 
on the day of Pentecost. What form of the Spirit was that, sir, on the day of Pentecost? Huh? On the day of Pentecost, when Jesus was was baptized (laughs) and and the dove descended from heaven, huh? What, 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 What form of the Spirit was that? So, 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 we, we, my, 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 my question is, if we're going to go forward, it's got to be Holy Spirit-filled worship. It's got to be Holy Spirit-filled worship. And the Bible delineated, yeah, the angels are, the angels are angels, yes, they're spirits. But if we go back to the book of John, where it says God is a spirit. Huh? God is a spirit. Then he goes further. He says, and they that worship him must do what? Must worship him what? First, first in spirit. First. First. First thing. That's the first thing it said. That was the first direction. Those that worship him must do what? Must first worship him. Must worship him what? First in spirit. Huh? Then and in truth. First. Not this other stuff. You got to worship him in spirit first. But we want all the we want all the other stuff. We don't want to sacrifice nothing. Like the people say all the time, we won't put no skin in the game. <laughs> you know, we want a, we want a Monday morning quarterback. It's easy to Monday morning quarterback when you ain't got no skin in the game. Right? It's easy to say, well, I would have did this if I would, I would have did that. But you ain't, but, 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 it, but see, you saying that from your seat. Because it ain't costing you nothing to say that. The decision wasn't going, you, you, you didn't have the ramifications of a decision. It's 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 a it's 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 amazing to me how far we've gotten away. And uh, 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 Sylvester Campbell said it's a, he said we let things get in the way and we forget about God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We let things get in the way and we forget about God. Come on now, we forget about it. And we forget about them. What did you ask me? He says, uh, when they were filled with the Spirit, what did they do? Or what did they spoke the word with the Spirit? And what happened on the day of Pentecost uh, at Acts? I'm sorry. The word which is the Spirit and what happened in Acts 2 and uh, 38. That was when Peter baptized all of them, right? And told them to repent. And he baptized them in, 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 in the name of Jesus Christ. For what? For the remission of, 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 of sins. And then what did he say? And then you'll get, then what did he say? Then you'll get uh, 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 you'll receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Huh? That's what he said. You'll get the gift of the Holy Ghost. So, 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 yeah, he says, some, yeah, yeah, he, 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 he hit him, he hit him with some stuff, but here is the, here is, here's where we are. Here's where we are. And I, 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 I see where you, I see where you going, uh, uh, bro, Tori, I see, I see. I see where I see where you I see where you trying to take me. I see. So let's keep let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Uh uh the next one, the next one, next one. I think this is the last part, the last part. Field, spirit filled worship disciplines 
lead to extraordinary holiness. What does repent mean? Make it plain. What does repent mean? Turn away from your sins, sir. Huh? Turn away from your sins, sir. <laughs> I feel like I'm being interviewed. <laughs> turn away. Turn away. Sorry for your sins, sir. It's already Tory local. Come on in the studio. Uh, <laughs> turn, turn away, turn away from your sin, though. Turn away from your sin, sir. Regret, remorse, all those things. Regret what you did and then turn away from it, huh? Let's keep going. Spirit-filled worship, di- spirit-filled worship disciplines lead to extraordinary holiness. Spirit-filled worship disciplines lead to extraordinary holiness. Let's get into it. The writer says this. He says, therefore, we must create space in our lives for the practices that the Holy Spirit uses to instill within us a greater confidence in Christ. Huh? Come on now. Thank you, Zachary, to go in a different direction. Bless you. Oh, what's that? God bless you, Zachary. God bless you, man. Good, to, good to see you on here. Uh, 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 when you, if, 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 when, when you, when you ready, man, you come hang out with me on Praise Break Friday. Now, you know this is this is right up your this this is right in your wheelhouse. So the writer says this. He says, practically speaking, the path of confidence in Jesus is littered with trusted discipline, which have been used throughout history to saturate lives with the gospel of life transforming grace. These disciplines are nothing new, but when observed faithfully, they serve as a means of gospel formation by which we receive more of and from the Holy Spirit. That we receive more of and from the Holy Spirit. If you turn away from sin and turn to him, if you turn away from sin and turn to him, because you can stop sinning and not turn to him, yeah, let's, let's not let's not do the, let's not do the word game. Let's not do semantics. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, um, he says they serve as means of gospel formation by which we receive more of and from the Holy Spirit. So here we go. The first one he says is a personal, well-rounded devotion to the Word and to prayer. A personal, well-rounded devotion to the Word and to prayer. Personal. He says, these are the chief of all disciplines, especially for leaders in the church. You got to have a personal, well-rounded devotion to the word and to prayer. Simply meaning you got to spend some time with God. You got to spend some time with God and be intentional about it. Not your prayer at night. Not your quick little prayer in the morning, but some time meaningful time with God. Some meaningful time, especially for leaders. We all should do it. All of us should do it. But for leaders, because our responsibility is, of, is, 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 is so great, we ought to spend even more time with God so that we always know that we're in his will. How you going to know you in his will if you ain't talking to him? How you going to know you in his will if you ain't communing with him? 
here we go. Here we go. The next one, the next, the, the next point says, uh, the development of relationships with godly people who can commit to speaking truth to you in love by partnering with you in prayer, identifying areas of sin and weakness in your life, and helping you progress in holiness. The development of relationships with godly people. Let me say this. You got to have some people around you. Can I say it this way? Who don't care about hurting your feelings? Right, it's going to be hard to get some help right there. Don't mean they don't love you, but they don't care about checking you and hurting your feelings. Because you've been, watch this. Now, that can only happen when you've built those relationships. See, a lot of Christians, we, we think, you know, we, 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 we believe, uh, 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 we believe, we believe a lot of times, some of, some of, some of my, like, call us super saints. Some of our super saints believe we can just walk up to a stranger on the street, and because we believe they don't know God, our first words to them is, hey, do you know Jesus? No, I don't know Jesus. Only I heard about him, but I don't, I don't believe in all that church mess. Well, you going to hell. <laughs> Where is the relationship in that? How are you building a relationship when the first words out of your mouth is condemnation? How are you building a relationship when the first words out of your mouth is pull your pants up? Your skirt too short. Why your hair braided? Pull your cap off. Do this, do that. I'm not talking about etiquette and walking in out of the house and all that kind of stuff. I ain't talking about that. I'm saying when your first approach to the unchurched comes off as I know better than you do or I'm better than you are, there is no, you, you're not even building a relationship. The development of relationships with godly people who can commit to speaking truth to you. First, we got to develop a godly relationship. Then I can tell you some truths. Come on now. But first, we have to develop that relationship. If we haven't developed that relationship, you're never going to hear or accept the truth from me. Oh, my God. Watch this, because I don't trust you have my best interest at heart. I don't trust that you have my best interest at heart. I believe, I believe, I believe that when you build godly relationships, I can go to my brother and say, my brother, what you're doing right now is, is, is going to, it is hurting you and it's going to cost you. I can go to my sister and say, what you're doing is hurting you and it's going to cost you. But I can only do that when I've built those godly relationships. So this is my life changed at, at uh, Kingdom and I'm so grateful I walked in there out of curiosity. Well, bless you, man. Bless you. That's all. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. But just like a trainer, thank you, Holy Ghost, just like a trainer, if you get a personal trainer, his job, first he builds a relationship with you. You talk about what your goals are, where you want to be, and you tell him, or her, what limits you're willing to go to to get to said goal. 
and then you say, okay, I'm turning myself over to you. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. I got you. That's a, uh, 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 what's Devon's mama name? Devon. Janice's husband. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, I think Devon was watching the Walter Jones show the other day when I was on there. I saw him say something about Devon Winder on YouTube. I think he was watching. Uh, anyway, uh, 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 bless you. Bless you, man. Uh, but, yeah, think about it as, as, a, as a personal trainer. That trainer's job is to push you and then to identify the areas that you need to strengthen. Oh, my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. His job is to say your, 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 your core is weak. Mm. And so we're going to do some things to strengthen your core. So, so I'm going to change your lifestyle of eating because you're carrying some extra stuff around your core. Then I'm going to have you do some exercises. Watch this. To strengthen your core. <laughs> My God. So just like that, that's what the godly relationships do. They're, they're, they're put in place to do what? Strengthen your relationship, your core. Jesus is your core. So I'm going to strengthen your, I'm going to help you strengthen your relationship by pointing out. That's what we're going to do for each other. That's why they have accountability partners. I ain't trying to be in your business. I ain't trying to spread your business. But you trusted me to be your partner, then allow me to push you. Allow me to challenge you. I'm your trainer. Watch this. Allow me to stretch you. Oh, God, that's, that, that'll preach by itself. Allow me to stretch you. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, 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 here we go, here we go. The next one, the next one, the next one. Uh, the writer says, the practice of observing Sabbath at regular intervals. <laughs> the practice of observing a Sabbath at regular intervals, probably at least one day a week. Observing Sabbath. Uh, all right, Tori, let me see what he got. Let me see what he got. He says, Dana. I feel like he's yelling. Dana. Sin is the transgression of the law. So if we turn from sin, breaking God's law, by the Holy Spirit in grafted word, we are empowered. Jesus said in John 14, 5 and 17, if you love me, keep my laws, and he will give us the Holy Spirit to empower us to walk in his power. Oh, absolutely. So that's, that's, that's Bible. That's Bible. The practice of observing the Sabbath. Do you, do you observe it? Do you give one day a week to God? Watch this. I ain't talking about the two hours on Sunday. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm stepping on everybody's toes, including my own. Do you give one day a week to God? <laughs> do you give a sun up and sundown to God? Do, you, do, do, do any of us do that? Probably not. I'm referring back to Exodus 20, though. But do, we, do any of us do that? Brother Tory does. Brother Tory does. Brother Tory, do you still observe the, the original Sabbath? On Saturday, do you, do you still observe the original Sabbath on Saturday, not the new Catholic version? 
when the Romans changed the calendar. Do you observe the, the Saturday Sabbath, Brother Tori? Uh, I'm, away. I'm, I'm sure he's going he to give me an answer in a minute. He says, from evening to evening. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, the, the, the writer goes on to say, he says, reading solid gospel center. Oh, this is good. I'm, 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 I'm glad that, this, that, they, that they put this point in here. Reading solid gospel-centered theology, astute books that equip you to grow personally. Proverbs, well, can we, can we, can we, can we, can we get into this a little bit? Uh, reading solid gospel-centered theology astute books that equip you to grow personally. I had to read that again. I'm going to read it one more time. Reading solid gospel-centered theology astute books that equip you to grow personally. Why? Why, why do I keep reading that? Why do I keep reading that? Let's go to Proverbs 99. Because some of y'all, some of y'all say, all I got to do is read my Bible. And some of y'all have been reading your Bible word for word for 20 years and ain't changed a lick. Huh? For 20 years you've been reading it and ain't changed a lick. Let's go to Proverbs 9. Proverbs 9 and 9. 9 and 9. Proverbs 9. 9 and 9. Proverbs 9 and 9 just simply says, Give instruction to a wise man, and he'll be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. Day starts at evening at 12 midnight, so yes, this evening... Uh, to tomorrow evening. Okay, bless you. Thank you, sir. Uh, so yeah, let me say this. I read the Bible every day, but the Bible is not the only theologically centered books that I read, right? Yes, the Bible is my foundation. It is my foundation, but I read other books to increase my life. When I went to school, yes, we all had a Bible. But in me getting my master's degree and my doctorate degree, in between there, there was somewhere around 52 to 60 different books that were not the Bible. Yes, they were Bible-based, but they were not the Bible. Why? Because I had to read them to do what increased my knowledge. Why did I have to read them and then dissect them and then do reports and papers and things from them? Because I had to, to increase my knowledge and then for them to test me to see if I could comprehend what I had read. There has to be more. You got to pull yourself out and study. Study. The Bible says do what? Study to show thyself. Ah, come on now. Can we, can, can we take a step further? Can we take a step further? Uh, uh, um, uh, Ephesians, Ephesians, Ephesians 4 and 11, Ephesians 4 and 11, real quick. Ephesians 4 and 11 says what? It says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. <laughs> you can get a math book. He says, is the Bible your nail in the wall 
to find your way from reading all them books back to apps. Come on now. Come on now. Look here. It all if if I if I I I've I've bought and my, my Kindle is I guess you can never get your Kindle full, your your, your cloud version. So my Kindle is full of 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 books on theology and apologetics and hermeneutics and uh, uh, all of these different, you know, ways to, to share the gospel, uh, books on discipleship and stewardship and all these different things, right? But here's the deal. They all go back to the Bible. Now, if I've, I, there have been a few books that was recommended to me that they were more opinion-based than Bible-based. You got to be able to discern the difference. Some of them are just good reads, and that's all they are. But they're not biblically sound right not biblically sound so it's kind of like it's kind of like a preacher preachers should be biblically sound not just because they can string some good words together and make you feel good but biblically sound right so you got to be able to read here's the deal just put yourself into position of a math or science or history teacher History teacher, you get a book to teach your students from. There's a book. Here's the main book. This is the book we're teaching from this year. These are the chapters we're going to be going through this year. And here it is. And we're going to use this book. But as a good teacher, I need to study history. What we now know is that our history, and when I say our, I'm talking about us, black folk. Our history is not in all history books, right? Which means what? In order for me to learn more about our history means what? I got to do more than just read the first and only history book. That means I need to go digging, right? I need to do what? Research, huh? I got to go do some inspection, right? I got to figure out, okay, well, this book says, this book says our history started here. Why can't we just say interpretation? Man, I didn't make up the word hermeneutics. <laughs> you sound like me. It's like, well, look, when I went to seminary and they started talking about illustrations, and the first word out of my mouth was, why we just can't say analogies? <laughs> I said the same thing about illustrations. Why we just can't say the word analogy? Because they want you to say illustration. <laughs> why we just can't use the word that Jesus used? Parables. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But again, you got to go deeper. You got to go looking for the information. Right? You just can't take this one book and say, all right, this is it. I don't need to do no more. Right? But watch this. You know what I love about the Bible? No, no, you good. You good. You good. You good. You good, Brett Torrey. I know that. You good. You know what I love about the Bible? Is I like reading about the Bible when it talks about different locations, right? And then, you know, they have, they have uh, uh, one, of my, one of my Bibles has um, um, uh, maps, one of my digital Bibles has the maps to show where the, the, the current physical location is versus where it was biblically some 2,000, 2,500 years ago, right? So it's always good to see, oh, wow, 
like 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 where they say uh uh the 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 uh uh the Euphrates uh river was right like where where they say the Euphrates river is so 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 like where where where, where the Euphrates uh uh river is 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 now uh is somewhere uh uh like by well, what's the place um I should have messed it up what's that that movie with the animals that was on the train uh it's like a disney movie um what was what was, what was somebody help me out um it started with an m right right thank you see you did know <laughs> But 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 okay. So but but like if we think about like Euphrates. So Euphrates talks about now. When I say the word Euphrates, Euphrates is, is somewhere around Euphrates. Along that area is where the Garden of Eden was, right? That's where the the Garden of Eden somewhere was, right? But if you look at where the Euphrates is now, on the current map where they said it should be, that's right by like Iran and Iraq. <laughs> think about that for a moment. The most, two of the most violent, warring places in the world is where the most beautiful place in the world ever existed. Think about that for a moment. But I wouldn't know that from just reading the Bible by itself. I wouldn't know that that was Iran and Iraq right up in there. I would, ha- I would have no way of knowing that. I would know that that the Euphrates flowed through uh, 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 Syria and Turkey and Iraq. I wouldn't know that, that that it's supposedly coming right out at the end of the Persian Gulf. I wouldn't know any of that by just reading the Bible by itself. Right? So you got to want some additional knowledge. Let me hear him get up out of here. Uh, Here we go. Meditate upon and preach the gospel. Watch this. To yourself. Woo! Constantly. Meditate upon and preach the gospel to yourself constantly. That speaks for itself. What did I say earlier? Spend some time. Meditation. What is it? Spend some time with God. Spend some time meditating on the things of God. A lot of times you ain't even got to say nothing. Just sit silently and think about the things of God. Spending some time. The next one says, worship God alongside, uh uh-oh, here's a huge one. Worship God alongside the members of your congregation. Now he says, this may seem obvious for worship leaders, but the significance of this practice as a spiritual discipline can easily be overlooked, especially by us. Sometimes we take for granted, and I think, I think we did that and we learned the hard way in the midst of this COVID situation. A lot of people took for granted what it was like to worship alongside their brothers and their sisters. We took it for granted until we could not do it until we were told you cannot go to your church house and worship. Easy overlooked because it, because it's because it seems so commonplace until it's taken away from you. 
it's also easy to overlook how bad you were doing it. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. And then it says, the last one says, lead your family. Oh, God. Woo, my, my, my. Lead your family before you lead others. Lead your family before you lead others. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I saw Brother Tori's uh, comment, but I'm going to finish reading this, and then I'm going to go over here. And, 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 and do this. Uh, lead your family before you lead others. Too many worship leaders are far more comfortable leading song worship in the sanctuary on Sunday morning than they are in their living rooms on Monday night. Woo! Too many worship leaders are far more comfortable leading uh, song worship in the sanctuary on Sunday morning than they are in their living room on Monday night. Now, absolutely. We spend a lot. We 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 we're more concerned about what we look like on Sundays than we are dealing with our our our, our immediate family, whether there be issues or not. The writer closes out with this. He says, "Dear worship leader, do not underestimate the power of these ordinary spiritual disciplines for your everyday life. You and I are responsible to instruct and admonish the church to sing well, but effective gospel-powered leadership begins with what the Lord is doing in us. Therefore." We must be faithful in observing the ordinary means of grace that God uses to work out the extraordinary miracle of spirit-brimming, Christ-confident holiness in us. Yeah, that's good. Let me get to Brother Tory. Brother Tory says, Dana. I feel like I'm being called to the principal's office or something. Dana. Right, Brett Torrey say, what does knowing where the garden was have to do with salvation? Paul said, knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. God is coming to save a spiritually dead world, and we must needs. I think I know what you're saying. We must needs repent and wake up. Let me say this. Knowing where the Garden of Eden is physically has nothing to do with salvation. How the ever come. If I'm teaching to some young people who might say, man, look, where are these places? Where are these places? If I am trying to get their attention before I delve into the deepness of salvation, there is nothing wrong with me taking them on a geographic journey. Uh-huh. A geographic journey of the things of God. There's nothing wrong because you, that, that, that's like people who go on uh, 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 pilgrimages to Jerusalem and the Holy Land. We can use that same statement to say, well, what good does it do? What does you going to Jerusalem have to do with salvation? What does you going to visit the Jordan River have to do with salvation? Well, 
if I want to go and walk where Jesus walked, what is wrong with me going and walking where Jesus walked? What's wrong with me walking down the trail, even though uh, the Garden of Eden, the entrance was hidden from men after Adam and Eve sinned, because, you know, it, it, it happened. But what's wrong with me wanting to see and know where? It's not because I want to be the smartest person at the table, but if I'm teaching to some people who, depending on their level of education, that might be the means, that might be the, watch this, that might be the breadcrumb that allows me entrance into their door. Ah, That might be the means by which I enter. Watch this. It's still biblical. Huh? It's still biblical. So why wouldn't I use every, watch this, means to draw them in? Why wouldn't I use the Bible, every aspect of it, to draw them in? The word of God, the entire word, all of it, life-breathed word. What was Solomon's conclusion with all this vanity? <laughs> let me, let me, hold on. I got to I got to see. Sorry, did you look, you didn't look it up, did you? R.A. Tory, where he at? Let me see, let me see. It don't say where this brother at. How come it don't say where you at? It don't say where you live at. It don't say nothing about where you at. But I see you posting stuff about Georgia and the governors. So I'm wondering if you in Georgia. <laughs> I'm wondering if you in Georgia. Because uh, uh, he always posting stuff about Georgia. So I'm wondering if he in Georgia. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, uh, are you in Madison, Illinois? Oh, you got to come through. You got to come through and hang out. You got to come through and hang out. You're more than welcome to come to the studio. You're more than welcome to come to the studio. More than welcome. I know that's, yeah, yeah, you're more than welcome to come on through, man. Come on through. Come through. I know your, the Friday is your, uh, uh, is Friday evening starts your Sabbath. You had to come through on a Monday, but that's fine. You had to come on through, man. You're more than welcome. Let, let me know. Let me know. Hit us up. Let me know, man. You're more than welcome to come on through. Uh, but this this thing this thing I I love this article because it 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 it, it gives us uh, um, instructions. It gives us instructions, and the Bible is a living. I, I never I, I I I once I started once I stopped looking at the Bible as a book and started looking at the Bible as a library, my understanding changed. Let me say that again. Once I stopped looking at the Bible as one book and started looking at it as a library, my understanding changed. Meaning I started looking at it as, as, as a, a, a library of books for all different aspects of life, right? For all different aspects of life. So, so, so when, you, when you take it outside of that context, then, then, then now, now you can break it down into pieces and you can feed people a little bit at a time until they, watch this, until their palate changes. Until their palate changes. Come on now. Ephesians twelve thirteen. let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. 14, for God shall bring every work into judgment 
with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Amen. 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 Look, y'all, this was good. We was on time tonight until Brother Tory came in here starting stuff. We was on time. We was. I was, I was making good time until Brother Tory came up in here and uh, 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 starting stuff with the peoples. <laughs> you have a great Sabbath as well, sir, to your, your household as well, uh, in Jesus' name. Uh, look, y'all, let's, we're going to get ready and pray and get out of here. Uh, let me see. I had no announcements. I don't think I had no, right? Let me put nothing to it now. That's next week, right? Not this week. Okay. Yeah, I am preaching next Sunday. Next Sunday, next Sunday, next Sunday. So y'all, well, obviously y'all tune in anyway, so that ain't nothing new. Uh, tune in anyway. But I'll be bringing the word on the fifth Sunday of this month of January, the last Sunday of January. I'll be uh, uh, preaching my first sermon of 2022. Uh, so y'all come on and hang out with us uh, then. But hang out with us on any Sunday uh, at 11 o'clock. But let's pray so we can get out of here. Uh, Father God, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We thank you. God, we just want to say thank you just for being you. God, we just thank you for uh, another day. God, we thank you for uh, another time. God, we thank you for this place and space uh, that you've given us. God, we thank you for this platform, uh, TTLO Media. God, we thank you for all those uh, who are involved near and far. God, we thank you for uh, those current and past, God, who've been a part of this broadcast. We thank you for them. God, we thank you for Jesus. Uh, even now, God, we bless your name uh, for your son, Jesus, right now, God. We thank you for his sacrifice, God. We thank you for his coming, uh, his, his coming, his death, and his resurrection. And then, God, we even thank you for his second coming in advance. Uh, God, we're asking right now, God, that you would bless the households of each and every listener uh, on the radio and on blog talk and on Facebook, and on YouTube. God, we thank you, and we bless their households right now in Jesus' name. God, we ask that you would give them, God, if it be in your will, the desires of their heart, God. Uh, Fix them where they're broken, God. Lift them up where they're downtrodden, God. Push them, God, where they're, where they're, where they're, where they're complacent. Yeah, yeah. Push them, God, where they're complacent. Stretch them, God, where they're stiff-necked, God. Move them, God, where you would have them to go. Uh, God, show them clarity. God, give them a light in a dark place so that they may see you and see your glory so that they may go out and tell a dying world what they must do to be saved. Lord God, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, y'all, we got to go. It's been a great, great show. Uh, We'll see y'all. Y'all tune in on Sunday uh, for Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, And then after we're off the air, tune in to my brother, the good pastor Harold D. Washington from the Faith, Works, and Vision Church. And then, uh, God willing, we'll see all of y'all back in here on Monday. Now, if you got to drive, y'all know the routine, through this special, uh-huh, you know, special, 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 special city we call Chi-Town. Do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters, keep your head, huh? Uh, uh-huh, yeah, that's it. Keep your head on a swivel, two T's. Yep, one O. Uh huh. We are. With your hands lifted up, say.